We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On a scale of 1 to 10, oh how hot is Nick Fryer? Because there is something between <laughs> no. you and Nick Fryer. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be all right with it, yeah. All right, so this week we uh, we don't have a lot going on in the NBA, which is really strange. I mean, it seems like it's a 24-7 news cycle when it comes to this league more than anything else, I guess. It's August. I can understand that. Team USA is kind of on a little bit of a lull, although Matt and I did watch that game this past week, and maybe we'll touch on that. Totally forgot about that in terms of prepping for the show, Matt. Although, did you end up watching it? Yeah, I watched it. Okay, good. Uh, so maybe we'll hit on that a little bit later on. But the 2K, there's more 2K ratings. They keep milking it every single day. Uh, it's, now they got the all-decade teams. They came out with WNBA stuff the other day. But before we get into any of that, a um, little bit of show news. As you all know, we're now featured on WEEI, and uh, we actually now have hit it big time. We now have a producer for the show, and I want to introduce him. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good, guys. It's the Five Out Podcast. Uh, I, I met you guys, what, last week when you were asking everyone at EEI, what does Five Out mean? Freaking idiots. And I have to agree with Christian Fourier, who I'm the producer of his show, OMF, yeah. 2 to 6, shameless plug on WEI. Uh, I, I actually kind of agree with Christian. I didn't know what the five out meant. I mean, I knew what it meant basketball-wise, but the first time I heard it, I was like, maybe it's five guys who are coming out, you know? That was my first opinion, but hey, Christian and I, it's uh, two geniuses think alike, right? Yeah, yeah, two geniuses. Yeah, seven dwarves, I think, is what he said. Better than <laughs> Better or worse than what Elaine said, Matt? I still haven't figured out who's the worst one. They were all pretty bad. Well, well Elaine said five in, five out, I think. <laughs> well, I don't know where. Our head, our head was in the gutter, so I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> Did you see all that stuff, Tyler, that, that Lucy and Elaine's podcast put out? I can only imagine. I'd say I'd stay far away from them if I were you. Yeah, that's, well, that, I think apparently they're trying to draw me in. But um, but if you guys haven't already, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Leave a rating or review. We really appreciate it. We're also on Instagram. And on Twitter, at 5OutPod on both social media platforms. Uh, rating interviews really help the show out a ton. We see you guys have uh, weighed in a little bit, and we appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, so this week with Matt, Matt, with the uh, – actually, Tyler was one that sent us this beforehand, the 2K All-Decade team. So the 80s team, you got Magic, MJ, Larry, McHale, and Moses Malone as a starting five there. You have in the 90s Stockton, MJ, Pippen, Malone, and Hakeem. I have a couple other guys uh, that could have been in consideration, although Hakeem's probably the best one there. But the real big one, I think, for us is the 2000s, and which is the other group, the 10s, or is it the teens? What do we call them? I don't, I've never understood this one. I don't know how you call them. right? 10s, I guess. It sounds yeah, weird to say. It sounds very weird to say. Um, so let's see. We got on the 2000s, we have AI, Kobe, LeBron, Duncan, Shaq. Obviously, a lot of names that could have been featured on that list. Then on the 10s, we got Steph, James Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Dwight Howard. I mean, is this even a debate? Well, who wins? I mean, well, I just looked at this, like, obviously, when you guys had sent me it a little while ago. Yeah, who wins? Is this even close? I don't think so. I think I'm I going hate, with the I, Maybe it's because I just see Dwight Howard's face, and I just hate him. I just I hate everything. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I mean, like you said, there could be other people there, but I'm just saying in this, if we're just looking at these five, like I hate Dwight Howard. Shaq would embarrass him. Oh, he'd eat his lunch, dude. It's not even close. Has there been a teammate of Dwight's that's come out even said like good things about him? Like he bounces Uh, around from team to team so much. I don't know if he could build a rapport with any teammates. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've heard anything good about him at all, ever. You just hear the rumors that he's had to deny, which nothing wrong with that if that's how he goes, but it's it's been... I was surprised. So when I went and looked at all the... Like the he had the butt injury. The what injury? The butt injury. He had, he had a... 
after the rumors came out, he had missed games due to a sore buttocks. Is that uh, was that when all those other rumors came out? Yeah, it was, it was it. very strange timing. But yeah, no, Dwight did make the All-Decade team according to 2K 2020, which, or however you say it, NBA 2K 20 is what they're going by. Do you think he was a good choice? I'm a, I'm a little confused by it right now. I mean, I went and looked at the All-Decade teams, and I he's sprinkled in throughout. He was there a lot early on. But in fairness to him, I mean, there's not there's not like one consistent center who's involved in the the all de- the all NBA teams as much as he is. It seems like there's DeAndre Jordan, Tim Duncan's there quite a bit. You know, either first, second, or third team. Um, Demarcus Cousins. I don't know who who I would have gone with honestly in this conversation, Matt. I don't, well, I mean, I'm just looking at like if they played against each other, the styles of the game would be a little different because you know Durant's not really a forward where Timmy D. Is a power forward, but I just like that team more. I don't know how I really feel about AI being on the 2000s. I love AI. Um, I don't know if I really like him with this group, but obviously I'm a big Kobe guy. LeBron is LeBron. Um, mm-hmm. I just like that team more. I mean, I do love Steph Curry um, and LeBron Durant. I just I despise Dwight Howard. I think he just sucks. <laughs> he does. He does, dude. Just in the worst ways, he just sucks. And I and I've never been a James Harden fan, so I don't like him either. So he's such a huge waste of talent. Yeah, and James Harden's another one too. I'm right there with you on that one. I mean, when I looked at the 2000s for other guys who could have fit in, KG, but I'm not putting him over Timmy D or Shaq, uh, Dirk. But again, same thing. Uh, there's T Mac who you could slide in there. There's Steve Nash. Maybe maybe he would have been a better fit than AI. I mean, AI is a better player, but yeah. Yeah, better. Yeah, if you were doing like a, if you were, they were playing a pickup game, I'd probably rather have Nash just to distribute. Over AI, right? Yeah, yeah. Not as a player. Yeah, not as a player, but. The other suggestion I was thinking about, since we all don't like Dwight Howard here, I don't think anyone does. Would you put Joel Embiid in there? It's a short stay in the 2010s, but my God, I would. I would unquestionably better than Dwight. I would put him in there over Dwight any day. I would put myself in there over Dwight. <laughs> That's I how mean, much I think he's a bum. The other guy I thought about, too, was Anthony Davis, who could have slid in there, too. but Because he was an all-NBA selection first team in 18 and 17. I mean, to, to, again, without me just hating on him the whole time, I mean, I think the reason they put him in here is he was a pretty dominant player at one point when he was on the Magic and they had that run. They went to the finals, blah, For blah, sure. blah. But I just, I don't know, I just, I've never liked anything about him, his game, um, his attitude, everything. He just, he just sucks. He just Even so- from the beginning, you didn't like him, Matt? Because I loved him in the beginning. I don't know, man. It was, I don't know. I, I, I can't say I, I hated him, at, like, the whole time, but I definitely didn't, like, like him at all. I've never liked him. Okay. You never, okay. Well, I, that, that I, I kind of get. I mean, you know I, what I, made me hate him <laughs> was the Kobe thing. Oh, of course. Yeah. Kobe Tyler, Houston. I know you don't know. I'm sure you don't know this unless you listen to the, the uh, other episodes. But Matt is ride or die Kobe Bryant. 100. You got to pick a side, man. You That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. You're not Why? a Kobe fan. I'm not a Kobe guy. I'm not a oh. Kobe guy. I, I mean, I'm not going to bring up the Denver stuff. All that. I th- I'm sticking to the playing. Dude, field. dude, don't even get me started. I will. We'll go on a 25 minute rant about this if you want to. But go ahead. I don't care. I, I, as long I think as you Kobe's respect his game. Talented. But I, I don't want Jason Tatum get, taking pointers from Kobe. Kobe was an Why? unbelievably gifted player. But I do not want Jason Tatum taking pointers on how to fix his game or improve his game. Too much mid-range stuff last year. for and that Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we Wait, like the so, mid-range. You like the mid-range. What's wrong with the mid-range jumper? The mid-range jumper is, I mean, if, if you take the long mid-range, and jumpers, which is what Jason Tatum does, like a foot or two over the line, like the college three, that's the ones I have a problem with. If he okay. takes in a rhythm okay. going into a shot and puts it off the glass or something like that where he can get by a defender and then pull up the in-between, that's a good shot. Okay, he, yeah, he but what's that? That was Kobe's game. Kobe took a lot of long, long twos, though. He made a and lot of them, And he made it. Jason was yeah. doing last year. But, no, but yeah, my, my point is I'm not a big Kobe guy. Um... I'm not Let me ask you this, then, Tyler. Wait, player or anything like that, but I just I don't like Kobe as much as everyone else. So, Tyler, when it comes to Kobe, though, working with Tatum, one thing that I brought up, I, it might have been the very first show that we did. I don't think that he works with Tatum because of the whole Mamba mentality thing. I just don't think that necessarily works with um, with Tatum because he's just such a soft spoken kind of easygoing guy. I feel like if Jalen Brown worked with him, it would have translated a lot more to his game. I think so. I. 
The, the what? You agree with me, Matt? Jesus. Go ahead, Tyler. Sorry. I was going to say the one thing with Tatum that we always were wanting more was more assertiveness. And that's something that Kobe doesn't lack at all. I mean, that's something you could easily, I wouldn't say easily teach, but if Kobe's grinding your ass all summer that you need to be tougher and take the ball to the rack and, and take those smarter mid-range shots, not the dumb ones we're talking about. And that's the Kobe I want. But I saw a lot of results last year I did not like from Jason Tatum. We're kind of getting down a tangent here about Kobe. That's fine. But, but no, I, It'll end up being a good partnership, and I'm probably just, you know, too down on Kobe compared to Matt's love. But, you know, I, I, I like Kobe, and he's he's a good player and a good teacher for Tatum. I'll say that. Oh, you got him to soften up real quick, man. Yeah, see? I know. Yeah, <laughs> you, wouldn't like, comes around. you wouldn't like the whole I, – I didn't like Kobe either. He's the one that kind of softened me up on Kobe too, Tyler, to be honest. But when it comes to – Matt, when it comes to Kobe and Jalen, I thought you were open to that idea. I'd be open to it. Do you know – um. And this can go off a little bit of the Team USA thing. Did you think Jalen played well in that game? I did, yeah. You did? I didn't. I did not the first. Oh, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I thought Jason played well in that yes. game. Jaylen, no, Jason, no. Oh, Jason was awesome. I'm yeah, sorry. No, sorry. I, I got Sometimes I get them mixed up like that. But no, um, I thought Jalen, he played. I, it's funny. He was. I felt like he was on the floor for the first like seven minutes of the game. He was everywhere, a little bit chaotic. And then he just disappeared which made me nervous because that's what he looks like when he plays on the celtics he's like sporadic and obviously sometimes he's it looks good but that team he looked like crap he looked bad i like watching that was concerning if you're a celtics fan yeah i mean he was he didn't take he only took one shot i think in the course of the entire game and we've seen some of the highlights too he seems like he's trying to do too much again and that's what he did last year when he was struggling early on in the season he he kept trying to force feed the ball and now this time it wasn't so much shooting but with him, I mean, I like the aggression, but it, it only means so much at the end with him if he's not translating into points or anything. Yeah, I just it, it, my problem with him has always been that when he when I watch Jason Tatum play, it looks natural, right? It looks mm. everything looks natural. When Jalen plays, it's like just watching a guy who's just an athlete who is just using his athleticism to you know try to either score or whatever he's doing on the floor, and it's out of control. Yeah. I, it makes me nervous because I watch it. And I'm like, damn, here we go. It's the same Jalen Brown. He hasn't done, he hasn't really made a step. I mean, Tatum looked good. But the one thing that's good about Brown that we've seen is that he turned the corner last year. So even if he's struggling throughout the course of this, I firmly believe that he can clean things up. I just think right now he's probably trying to press and trying to do too much because we've seen him do it in the past. It's not, I mean, it's very on brand for Jalen Brown. But can we, anyways. Can we- can we go back to the all 2000 starting five team? Real yes, fast? I was going to bring it back to that. Yeah. The, the biggest problem I have, I think, with, with the entire list is Tim Duncan making it. He's obviously one of the most decorated whoa, players. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Whoa. You have a problem the, with it? it? Yeah, I, I have a problem with it and a big problem at that. Because if you look at Tim Duncan and you take away the team accomplishments that Tim Duncan has had, you put these guys, you put these guys on a court. Would you? Can you seriously tell me, Matt and Nick, that you would take Tim Duncan over KG or Dirk Nowitzki? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't say I would be like if you. I, all right, if you said take KG and put him over Timmy D, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have put up a big stink about it. Yeah, but but Dirk, I'm, I'm yeah. not disrespect. Like Timmy Timmy D is an all time, like literally probably the best power forward of all time. Yeah, most, well, I mean, most what, accomplished. Who's, most who's accomplished. Who's got, got this many rings? If you can't see that in my uh, camera, it's five. He's got team five. accomplishment. Team accomplishment. What right? do you mean? Kobe's got Dude. five. Tyler, you're really gonna put that. You're gonna put I'm, put that forth that argument when I'm, you are. Are you a Patriots fan, or do you no. care about the Patriots? No, I'm a Jaguars fan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, tell, me, tell me this. Tell me this. On, on your best, on your best that. days as basketball players, would you not pick? Amari Stoudemire over Tim Duncan. Best day. No. Timmy no. D. Day. No. Tim Duncan, oh, come on. Tim Duncan on his best day? I'm Everything taking him over Amari. Everything with Tim Duncan was team-related. Tim Duncan's a great, great player. One of the best players of all time. But was he was dominant? Was he ever dominant that, yes. that Dirk and KG were? How many, rings does, how many rings does Dirk and KG have? 
to combine. We, we keep going back Thank to you. the rings argument. Yeah, because that's all that matters. You play to win, and like you can't tell me that he wasn't a major part of all those championships. Yeah, and maybe, I mean, look, maybe the last one he was on, you know, with Kawhi and all that, like he was on his, you know, the back end. But yes, those other ones, man, that's that's him. What? I mean, Ginobili and Parker, you're going to tell me they were better than Timmy D? No, it all started with Timmy D. Yeah, That's come it. on, Tyler. I mean, look, uh, no disrespect to Tony Parker or Manu, and I think he won one with David Robinson, too, but, I mean, come on. He's the best player on that team every he's single year. He's the centerpiece. Year. He's the centerpiece. I mean, Dirk's, con- Dirk's considered the greatest international player of all time, and if we don't have room for that guy to overtake Tim Duncan, who is a mo- Mr. Fundamental, I mean, obviously played the, the game the right way and won a lot of team accomplishments, but, I mean... <laughs> You're never giving the ball to Tim Duncan the last two minutes of a game and saying, go get me a bucket. I mean, yeah, I would. he would did that at times, but I mean, he wasn't yeah, even near the offensive force <laughs> that KG or Dirk was. Not even close. Well, look, KG was a totally different player. I mean, and, and I understand, like, one-on-one, I'd probably go with KG. But this isn't a one-on-one game. This is a yeah. five-on-five game. And, you, I, I, and I, I'm fine with you saying you could, you'd rather have KG there. Like, I'm not, I'm not going like, to. You, you, you know, you're just going to. No. Fuck. No. Oh, no. come on. No, I, I like Dirk a lot, but I mean, it's just no. He's, what is he? What is he bringing to the table outside of his shooting? Duncan Dirk, does everything. I know Dirk's team was way better than LeBron's team in that what 06 finals. It was Mavs Heat, but my guy Dirk was unfreaking stoppable. I, I mean, that that guy at his peak was better offensively. I'll say obviously than Tim Duncan. You can't well, say that. That's wrong. Is, bas- is, bas- is basketball just peak. offense? Is basketball no, just offense? But I think offensively can get you okay. Mar- I'm, okay, you want to say Dirk's better than Tim Duncan offensively? Cool. I'm still taking Tim Duncan. He's the better all-around player. Absolutely. Every- it's not even close. He does – you mean, you say it, Mr. Fundamental. I mean, there's something to be said about being able to do all the little things right. And he doesn't just do the little things. He does everything right. The only thing he didn't do was shoot threes. And when he played, it wasn't important. I mean, right, you, right, you right, come- he, played, he played in a different era. Like nowadays, I'm not saying he wouldn't still be great. It's just the game's different. Like he'd right. probably just be, he'd be a center. He'd be a five. I mean, let me ask you this, Tyler. The 2000s team facing 2010, him guarding Kevin Durant would be a nightmare. Like he would, he'd fall apart. Most, 99% of the basketball players in the world would fall apart against Kevin Durant. But you, you get my point. Like you said, it's a different game nowadays. Right, but is, is Kevin Durant going to be able to handle Duncan down low, whereas is Nowitzki going to be taking him outside? Don't you think Durant's going to be better suited to guard him offensively too? On the perimeter, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. I, so like you have, there are some advantages to having Duncan in this matchup. That is the biggest ma- mismatch probably on this list, I would say, next to Shaq going I, against I, White. I still, mess, I still mess with the 90s and 80s teams. I was, I was trying to figure out who I like more, the 90s or the 80s. Obviously, MJ's on both teams. Probably the 90s team has the better version of MJ. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, I just, oh, hell yeah. Larry, the legend. I, I, I never watched really Moses Malone play, so I don't really know how good he is compared to like Akeem. Everything I ever heard about Moses Malone was he was like he was a straight up bully. He was a beast on the glass. I could pull up his numbers in a second, but he was a yeah, savage yes. down low. So I mean, like I don't know, I don't know much about him outside of that. But I would personally I, tend dude, to go with Hakeem. Magic, Magic Jordan, Bird, and Mikhail. That's a pretty solid for. And then I'll I'll just go off what you're saying about Malone. I don't I've never really watched his game, but yeah. Yeah, the thing is, the mismatches, I don't know, like, obviously, MJ, MJ, you give the advantage to the 90s MJ, but how, I mean, as much as, you know, I'm I'm going to defend Larry more, before you do, usually, well, I don't I like know. Scotty. I like Scotty more than Larry. Just, I don't just, know just in terms Jordan of defense. Yeah. Well, I'd go the other way. Is, I think, is, is it a hot take to say Scotty's better than Larry, or you would take him over? Um... I don't know. I say in this situation, I would take Scotty, because I like Scott. Scotty paired with Jordan is just... I just, uh, obviously the best. But the thing is that Magic, that's the best dynamic duo on a team ever, like an actual team. But you put Magic and Larry together, you got two guys who are outstanding playmakers. I mean, Mikhail. Yeah, it's awesome. No, it's a great squad. It's so, it'd be just fun to watch it play out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Larry, off, I mean, offensively, it's not even close. You take Larry over Scotty, but his defense was. Scotty the, was the, best. The, the, the defensive difference, I, I don't know Larry's defensive game. You never see those really on the highlight reel other than. He stole the ball one time too, right? It was him and Havlicek. Yeah. You, you'll have to check with uh, with Ordway on that one, Tyler, because we know he was around for the Havlicek steal. Um, but um, but yeah. So so in the end, with the two thousands team, are you taking them or are you taking the tens team, guys? I'm taking I'm taking the. Um, I, I told you I gotta take two thousands. I just I I hate Dwight Howard and I j- hate James Harden, so I'm just gonna take two uh, thousands. 
And Tyler, who are you taking? I would go with 2010s for two reasons. Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. Uh-huh. You pair him with Kevin Durant. I just that's a. I mean, I'm not a big James Harden fan because I feel like he stops the ball and the energy of the ball, the ball stopper, or whatever, whatever term you want to use. But you give me Curry and Durant on the same team, that team's not. That team's not going to lose. So AI would ruin Curry on the offensive end as much as Curry is going to go and drain threes left and right. He's never. I mean, Steph's just not going to. He's not, he can't guard anybody to begin with for the most part. The AI is going to cross him up all day. And, and James Harden's guarding Kobe. <laughs> I mean, that's a joke. Oh, and and I, I love – honestly, to some extent, I wonder if you're better off putting Kobe on Steph and having AI go against Harden as a wash. How do you guys feel about that? Because I'm more worried about Curry than Harden, personally. All I'm just thinking about is Harden trying to cover Kobe. I can't get my mind around it right now. Well, the other thing, too, is which LeBron are you taking in this argument? Are you taking the 2000, uh, 2010s? That's important. Yeah, I mean, he's probably – he's probably obviously his prime was 2010, so he, but um, he still was a good player. He definitely yeah, was more, he was more athletic. I, may, I don't know. He's still athletic. I don't even know. I, I think his game is obviously more polished in the 2010s, so that, that might have the slight advantage. The other thing, too, that's got to be factored into all this are the rules. Are you playing – like, how how much physicality is allowed? Because that's important for Shaq's game in the course of everything, too. And I'm sure it's going to translate for some of the other guys in the defensive end. Which team are you taking out of all four that we've seen so far? I think they were supposed to do a 50s, 60s team and a 70s team, but I I didn't see that's that anywhere, too, Tyler. That's That'll be – I'll give Glenn that assignment for tomorrow's oh. show. He'll come up with his 50s, all 50s team. He called those games, so he'll be able to – yeah, right before he pushed down. Johnny Most down the stairs, right? That's true. He did that. People forget. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Never forget. But Matt, who are you taking on the out of the uh, four teams? Dude, I'm 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 stuck right now between the 2000s and 1990s. Let me let me ask you this: If Kobe's not on that 2000s team, who are you taking? Like, let's say you fill 1990s. in 1990s. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was Kobe. Well, the, back. the thing, like, I just look at like Jordan and Pippen are you know they're the goats, but like duo wise, and Akeem Olajuwon gave Shaq fits. And Malone, uh, we haven't touched on him at all as much as we I know. Mentioned. In Stockton, Malone, it's uh, you know, again, it depends how the rules are played. Like you know, those guys were obviously really efficient back in the day, pick and roll. I don't know. I, I probably, uh, I don't know. I'll probably, I'll just go with the '90s just because I, I, I personally think Jordan's the goat. So I'm just gonna go with the '90s. I think I'm going with the '90s too. You got to go with MJ in his prime. What about you, Tyler? I would probably go with the '90s, but a slight edge over the 2010 team. That's right. <laughs> those, so the those 80s first, are your last team? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Harden trying to guard Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no shot whatsoever. None. None. Oh, God. That would be, like be like a minus 50 in that game. I would pay good money to watch them play. So I would probably go 90s, 2000s, slight edge over the 80s, and then I'd go 2010s last. Because I, I have, I think that Magic and M, and um, Magic MJ and Larry all on the same team. I'm sorry, I think that's too good. I, I, I wouldn't argue, but I told you, I think that those four guys right there, and I just, I, I guess I've never seen Moses uh, Malone play, but I, I, I think he'd that destroy, four, he'd destroy Harden. I mean, uh, sorry, Howard. Okay. Oh yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that you no argument. Tell me anybody could. So I was trying to like list off a few people in the, that you would add on to your bench in the course of this all. I didn't get to do it for the 80s team. Um, I just don't know that era as well. But for the 2000s, like I said, KG, Dirk, D-Wade, Nash, T-Mac. Jason Kidd's in a weird spot because he made a couple All-NBA first teams in, in the 2000s. And he did, in, I think, maybe 99 and 98. So I don't know if – I don't think you can put him on both. I'd probably put him on the 2000s team for the – 90s team, there's obviously Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Barkley. I'm curious, are there other guys you'd add on to either uh, either team? Uh, for any era? You're saying all any of these four? Yeah, any of the errors, yeah. I mean, you could add Kareem probably to the 80s team to some extent, although he's going to be like a zero on defense. That's a good question. To be honest, would, would David Robinson be in the uh, center conversation? David Robinson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the 90s. I mean, yeah. I don't think you would ever take him over Hakeem, but to be in the conversation, I think Tim Robinson would be in there. 
Oh, Tim Robinson. Okay, yeah. Or Tim Robinson. Um, uh, David Robinson. David Robinson. Sorry. Okay, I was gonna. I was gonna say that one's a little guy. Yeah. You guys are talking about what? I said. I didn't, you said. I thought you were talking about Tim Hardaway, not Tim. No, 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 no. David got, Robinson. Yeah, he's, conversation. he's con- combining people. Would you I'd, add? I, I'd add Clay in this dude. Two thousand tens. He'd fit better in than Harden. He probably yeah. would. Yeah. Would you put Russ on that team? No. Hell no. Really? I mean, oh, you're saying he's a bench guy. Yeah, he's a bench guy, not a star. Oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. Bench guy, yeah, why not? Okay. My fault. Okay, I was going to say that'd be all right. Anyways, um, anything else on these, these like the 2K stuff? We haven't gotten like the full ratings for everybody. I think we saw Darren Fox, our guy, Matt, did pretty well. I think he got like an 86, and he did really well too in the Team USA game. Who? Darren Fox. No, I, I I think he makes the team. And I also, hot take, I think Derek White makes the team. Do you really? Why? Dude, I, I've heard from, like, multiple people that he is the has been, like, the best guard at camp. Like, I really? think, and, I, and it's Popovich's guy. Yep. I, dude, he's, he's really good. I think he's going to be a really good player. I, he, that's, that was my hot take. And then... He Kyle got Lowry, added, and then Bagley got added, too. Well, Lowry got dropped, right? Yeah, Lowry, he dropped Lowry, Lowry's hurt though. He he pulled himself yeah, yeah, yeah. out. out. Um, Bam Adebayo got dropped too, and so did. Um, it was not was it Turner that got dropped? No, it was Thad Young got dropped too. They gotta they gotta drop Brook Lopez. He stinks. Well, you're gonna keep him, or you're gonna keep Plumley. I'd rather keep Plumley. You know why? I don't need a, my. I don't need another seven footer shooting a three. I Brook Lopez's game drives me nuts. Really? But he's, I mean, he's changed it a lot. I mean, he wasn't a three-point shooter when he was in Brooklyn, right? What don't you like about Plumley though? He fit, like, he doesn't need the ball. He'll set screens. He'll rebound. That's, I mean, that's what you need that guy to do, I think, personally. I, I guess that's fair. You don't need a score. In this, yeah, you definitely don't need a score at every position. And, yeah. Okay. So, on, on Team USA, if you're going to keep five guards, you're probably going to keep at least these four, right? Kemba, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Joe Harris. With the fifth one up for grabs, and the other people who would be that would be Derek White or Marcus Smart. So, would you pick Marcus Smart or Derek White? I would have probably picked Smart, but the thing is that I saw that it was the Serbian like point guard or one of their top guards ended up getting hurt, so he's not going to be able to play. And oh, it yeah. seems like that the belief is that that's why they wanted Smart was to handle him. So with the calf injury and then having that guy out, I wonder if it's maybe just in Smart's best interest to not play, and then maybe they won't play him because of that. So I would think now probably not Smart. Yeah, no, I, I think I think I'd take Derek White. Not not against anything about Smart, but he hasn't been playing. So the, I'm but the whole thing with Fox though, Matt is I mean we were high on him going into it, but he's looked he looked outstanding in that game. I know it's against the select team. Everything they're not bums, but obviously they're not. No, the select team was putting up a good fight. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, they ended up being a blow, but I thought the first couple of men, I'm like, wow, they, they literally are like kicking their ass. Well, that, that's why, I mean, that's why White and Bagley got, got promoted. I was really surprised by Bagley. And I mean, Thad Young, I noticed that, right? When, when he, I was surprised about Bam, but he didn't get as much time. But I was a little, like, Thad didn't surprise me at all that he got the boot because down low, they did not look good in that game. But I wonder if now you're going to have three select team guys that make this team. Do you think Harris is going to, so you think Harris is a lock, Tyler, to make this team? I see him as kind of like a poor man's clay. He's got that quick trigger that you could throw him in the corner in a, in a FIBA game, and that thing's going to get off before he gets some, a defender on him. And you need you need shooters. you got to have those defined roles. You can't just have five guys who are going to play one-on-one basketball. I put Joe Harris on there. Well, I think he, I think at this point he has to. Who else is, do you really have as like a knockdown three-point shooter? And, and you know right. in FIBA play you need to be able to hit perimeter shots. Yeah, and you need we'll Chris, yeah, Chris Middleton, but, you know. He can't hit an open shot if he's playing the Celtics, but he's playing t- uh, the world this year. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure in, F- in FIBA rules, there's no there's no um, defensive three seconds, right? There's no defensive, no defensive three, seconds. three seconds. Yeah, because so I saw the select team like, and I, obviously they probably talked about this strategy wise between Popovich and I think it was Van Gundy who was coaching them, right? Yep. Yeah. I think they they were thrown in zone and stuff because I, I think that's what most teams you know th- th- when they lost in 06, that's that was the problem they couldn't hit perimeter shots they a lot of teams zoned them up and then obviously in 08 and 10 it didn't matter you could play zone they just had shooters. Did you guys know about the no like the illegal screen rule being like not almost non-existent to say that you can kind of move around in FIBA because I had never heard of that rule before until I was watching the game the other day. Or did they give you more leeway? 
Yeah, you can. You like they said it's. It, they didn't define it on the broadcast, but I heard him say like it's not in this. Like you can basically set an illegal screen now, and Popovich has to teach. Is allowed to teach guys how to do that. Huh. I, I I didn't. FIBA's got some weird rules. Mm, I've never heard of that one before, but it's. Uh, Apparently, it's a thing. Um, but anyways, looking at some of the other stuff, we talked about the Rich Paul rule last week, and it looks like the NCA has kind of eased off on it now. They got rid of probably the whole They listen to our podcast. I would say that's probably it. Yeah, it was, it was definitely us. They're, and pathetic. Not- They're pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. You make the rule, and then what, a day later, because you got so much flack, they, they cancel the rule? It's like... <laughs> They have no yeah. idea what they're doing over there. But at the same, they, well, I agree with you on that. They have, they have no idea what they're doing over there. But at the same time, Matt, like they, they get called out for it by everyone and their mother that it was a terrible idea, and then they go ahead and they remove it. They, at least they, they take out the part about it, them, uh, about the bachelor's degree portion of it. I mean, they did the right thing at, after it. It was stupid, but I mean, isn't there something about that that has some value? I I just when I saw the news break I I could not be, I well actually I could believe I could that, that's stupid enough to make a rule and then can't but again it's like we talked about what what is a what does a degree do for, like for anybody like they just they just I feel like they just do stuff like for the shock and awe what is that what, what is that for? yeah yeah what something like that <laughs> I don't know what movie that's from maybe maybe oh it's um Hitch shock and awe oh man I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I, I definitely still try and abide by that. I, actually, I used to abide by that dance move that he showed. Was it Kevin? What's the yeah, actor's Spacey. name? No, what's not the, Kevin Spacey. It's Kevin. Uh, Kevin Bacon. No. no, not Kevin Bacon. The the big guy, the guy Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, uh, Kevin Kevin James. Yes. Kevin James. That's it. I wanted to say Kevin Smith, but it's definitely not him. Yeah. But anyways, anyways. Um, where were we? Oh, on the on the Rich Paul rule. You know, I saw you guys. You know, have you guys had Jeff Goodman on OMF? From stadium, he's been on the station, but not OMF. Yeah, I know he was on the morning show when it was Jerry and Mutt. Um, Matt, you're familiar with Jeff Goodman, right? Yeah, he's the he's the one that always reports on balls, like the ball situations and stuff. Oh, I didn't even know he did that. I just I know he does a ton of college things. And the ball family like fired him, and he had to come back from Lithuania like last second because see, I knew he, it. He couldn't yeah. get any more scoops. Oh, is. Oh, for real? He so he was like following them around. Is that what oh, it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN oh. sent him to Lithuania when Lamelo was playing in that like third tier Lithuanian pro league. He was there to like do daily hits on ESPN, and like for some reason he got sent back to America, like not on the assignment anymore. It was a little, a little strange, but I did what not. You, what were you gonna say about Jeff? But wait, wait, is Lamelo the one that's playing in in um is it New He's Zealand not. now? Uh, yes, I Maybe. didn't know. You. Yeah, that's crazy. He's actually they, Slam continues to show videos of him, and he actually looks good. But I'm curious. Oh, I remember, he looks way better than his brother. The, the middle brother, I couldn't believe, was like even went to UCLA because I think yeah, he's a lemon certified scrub. No good. He, Matt, Matt, remember when we saw him? God, this was this must have been two, three years ago when we saw this is so Lamelo. I keep getting them all mixed up. We saw Lamelo, and we saw a video of him in high school, and he was missing shots by like like freaking yeah. like five feet. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that, and they were yeah, blowing looked, him up. I mean, he looks. I've watched video again. I don't know who he's playing against, but he doesn't. He does. He does not look as bad as his middle brother. But I don't no. know if that means he'll be in the NBA. No, well, you know, Lord knows his dad's going to try and win him. But anyways, the whole point about Goodman was that I saw him tweet out that the rule, the 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 Rich Paul rules, were never really about Rich Paul. Of course. Yeah. Oh, c- come on, dude. There's no shot in hell that they weren't about Rich Paul. How can you make that argument? Everything that he did with the NBA this year and everything that's gone on, and then he doesn't have a college degree of how, who else is it about? It's they're basically arguing semantics. They're saying it's not about Rich Paul, it's about the next Rich Paul. Okay, so you're saying with you're saying people that have had similar circumstances and I guess like an upbringing in life to Rich Paul, those are the ones that are going to be affected. The one question that I have. I would, I would love to ask Chris Broussard this, who apparently was on vacation this week. He denied all OMF uh, interview requests. Chris Broussard said the rule is racist. I can understand not liking the rule and thinking that it's not good for people uh, trying to break into the business. But has anyone explained how the Rich Paul rule is racist? No, that's what, that's what everybody tries to make it about. It's race. We always talk about this. They always make it about race. When it doesn't make sense, oh, it must. it's got to be a race thing. Yeah, no, it's just it's, a stupid rule in general. It has nothing to do. What you're gonna tell me that we're making it because there's there's white people out there that haven't don't have a degree that could be an agent? No, it's just a dumb rule. It has nothing to do with race. Yeah, I, I I can understand how someone would try and grasp at that straw, 
because Rich Paul is obviously black, and then he goes and has he didn't have the option of college. So then the whole thing is, well, what about all the other black kids who can't go to college? Well, I I, I mean, like I think it's just a reach at the end of it all. Like you want to make it about that, you're going to get more attention, and that's just how it is every single time. Yeah, we can call it clickbait, whatever you want to call it. It's it's what it is at the end of the day. They just he's just trying to get more attention and. Shocker that he's on vacation. He, he's his name. I mean, I feel like Broussard. He's out with uh, who is it? KD was the one that was saying he was lying a bunch too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a funny ass exchange right there. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. He was saying like all the stuff, and KD's like, "Dude, bro, I don't even have your number. Like, you don't have my number or whatever." <laughs> yeah, KD's a KD's a weird case though. Because as much as I want to believe him in that instance over Broussard, I know when all that stuff was talked about with. Um, him and Russell Westbrook, this was a couple months ago, and how he left things with the Thunder, because apparently he told Russ, and then I think it was Serge, and then there was someone else that was there at a dinner that he was coming back. Then the next day he goes to the Hamptons with the Warriors, and then he comes out either that same day or the, the, the following day and says that he's going to join the Warriors. He says that's not the case, but then Perk comes out and says, no, that's absolutely like it's true. That's exactly what KD did. So sometimes it's kind of tough to know what's real with KD. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I think he. It was like he said, you know, because Chris, uh, whatever his name is, was saying um, he was texting him. Yeah, him and KD were texting, and then KD's like, "Dude, you don't have my number," and he's like, "Oh, well, like DM. It's the same thing." <laughs> no, it's not, dude. <laughs> it's, no, it's guys. It's, it's, guys DM chicks, bro. Come on, not. Uh, not not texting is is different. Like that's yeah. more. I think that's more on a personal thing. Like if you're texting someone, that means you know obviously they have your number. It's more personal. But Dude. I think I think he's I think he's a I, I I can't stand that guy, Broussard. I think he sucks. I think he's a clown too. I don't like him. But I'll I'll have his back on this one because like all KD is denying is the method of him messaging uh, Broussard. Okay, so you're gonna say I didn't I didn't text you. I DM'd you. Okay, well you still hit me up. Broussard mm. was, I think Broussard, even though I think he's a clown and a horrible j- journalist, doesn't even practice journalism. He's, he, I kind of got screwed by Durant in the whole situation. Durant, Durant is so fucking talented, but he is just a baby about everything on social media. He's got all these burners. Yeah, he doesn't like weird. Stephen A talking about him. You don't like Broussard talking about him. Yeah, because Stephen A was the one that reported all this on Twitter talking about him. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's strange. He's strange. He, Stephen A had all that rust stuff, and that's when he texted him in the course of the show and everything like that. It's it's an odd situation. And with Broussard too. I mean, is Broussard's a talking head now, right? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to report news. He wants to analyze situations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, my thing is he has no sources. He can't report stuff. He has no sources. <laughs> well, I mean, because yeah. Woj has them all. Yeah, yeah. We're exactly. Shams. Woj and Shams at, at the end of it all. Yeah, I mean, when you become a talking head, I don't look at you as a journalist. Even if you go and report something here and there, I'm like, even when Stephen A had that whole thing about Russ and um, and KD, like I, I wanted to believe him, and I think that what he said was true. But it was after what I heard from Perk, where I kind of bought into it a little bit more. I the talking heads now, like even if it's like like Christian, like or when he did the whole. Bruins thing. Yeah, I want to believe that he's hearing it from people. I'm sure he's not making it up when he hears it from a Bruins guy, but I wouldn't expect, like, when Fourier says something that's, like, when he breaks news, I question it naturally. But, that, like, anybody that's on the, on the station or any station. Yeah, just, you, I mean, you got to take the messenger and what their message is. I mean, if Christian says that Zidane Chara was out for the Stanley Cup Finals, it got a ton of reaction because why is Christian Fourier reporting on Zidane Chara in the first place? Well, obviously, if you look deeper, it was former athletes working out together. So we had sources. Right. The information was was bad. So yeah. it happens. You know, guys get burned. Moral of the story, Chris Broussard sucks and don't listen to anything else. I believe Fourier said Dunsky. Right? Dunsky was, yeah, Dunsky. And Adam Schefter said, if you don't know, just make it seem like you do know. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know. For Fourier. Oh, okay. Well, and again, it's just that's a different circumstance than Broussard because, like you said, Fourier is a former athlete. He's like interconnected with the community as opposed to like it's Perk. Perk's a talking head, but he's a former, like, kind of a talking head, but he's a former athlete, so it's a little bit different than Broussard. I guess that wasn't the best example. But, anyways, um, last couple of things before we get going. Sebastian Telfair sentenced to three and a half years on gun possession. I guess he was arrested in 2017. I had no idea about any of this. Um, I. Weird story. Obviously, he got arrested. It looked like it was in Brooklyn or some part of Brooklyn. Um, 
I, I mean, my, my whole thing was just looking, I mean, looking back at his career, that's a guy who, what he was drafted out of college. I mean, high school, excuse me. Was he like the first guard or something like that drafted out of high school? You ever watched uh, Sebastian Telfair through the fire? Oh, no, is that 30 for 30? I don't know. If it was, was it a 30 for 30? I don't know. It was like a documentary on him. It was pretty cool, though. I mean, he ended up being an absolute bust, but the through the fire was pretty cool. That, he's just a weird one that I, I feel like I was talking to someone. Someone mentioned it to me the other day. What was the difference between him and Marcus Banks? And <laughs> Marcus I mean, Banks, what a name. Bill Fair was actually good. Well, I mean, was he good, though, in the end? Uh, okay. He definitely didn't live up to the hype. But, I mean, no. It was hard to because, like, I mean, coming out of high school, wasn't he, like, one of the most hyped-up yeah. high school players ever? One of the best. Yeah, one of, definitely one of – Cause that threw the fire. Like even if you watch that, like he was he was killing in New York. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was nice. Yeah, just, he was good. Just, he was just a guy who never translated to the NBA. Yeah. Um. And then the last thing too that I wanted to hit on before we get rolling was Damian Lillard came out with his album. I forgot to write it down, although I probably have it on my phone somewhere. I actually ended up downloading five songs. I think off. Of it. Have you listened to it at all, Matt? Yeah, I listened to a couple songs. I he's definitely one of the best like rappers for like an NBA player that's tried to do it. Um. Not saying like he, I personally won't like sit down and like, you know, always put him on, but uh, I thought it was pretty decent. He got Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne's weird now. I didn't like that song with Lil Wayne. That was the first one on the album, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that. The ones I liked were, of course, Ricky Bobby. I'm, you know, I'm going to love that no matter what. Um, what is it? Let's see. We got Bestie, Beach, Check, and Moneyball were the five that I ended up downloading. Did you listen to it all, Tyler? I did not listen to it, no. I was, I was more consumed with the uh, Celtics, well, the NBA releasing their schedule because as a Celtics season ticket, it's like Christmas. You got all the good games. You plan on what you're going to go to, what you're going to sell. It's great. It's the best day of the year. Are there any that you know already that you're going to sell? Oh, yeah, all the big ones. <laughs> the Kyrie you, oh, return. Kyrie no, return actually, I'm planning on going the Kyrie return one so I can sit sit right near him. I want to be right in the Do you think ear. he's coming? There is no, no way he's coming. Hell no. Well, I, I read there's no back-to-back, so he's got no excuse. Maybe, mm-hmm. he'll, have, maybe he'll have like a, a hamstring tightness or something. Load management. Yeah, yeah. load management. Taking a, take a dump in the locker room. But no, I, I, I'm probably going to go to that one. I'm definitely going to go see my man uh, D. Lillard play. I love watching Dame Lillard play live and C.J. McCollum. Are you uh, going to see Paul George and Kawhi when they come to town? Ah, it's tough because there's like the thing is this year, like sometimes they, they give you some good games in November and October because that's really when I can go because um, I coached uh, at a high school during the um, December, January, February. Like, so it's tough unless it's on a weekend and the uh, Kawhi ones that's on a Thursday night. So that kind of is a bummer. Okay. Uh, and I in the Lakers, I've seen LeBron play too much. And then yeah. I also I also try to stay what I like what it's awesome about this. Like we've talked about this so many like interesting teams that I would like to go see, and I because I don't like watching Eastern Conference teams really. Because like if I want to go to the playoffs, I'm I'm gonna see them in the playoffs, and I don't need to see them in the regular season. So I like going to see like um, I was saying like the Mavs would be cool. I want to see uh, you know that little tandem there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said as as bad as Phoenix sucks, watching Devin Booker play live is worth the price of admissions. Yeah, it's like, good. Like, I don't know. I, like, just looking through the whole thing, I'm like, oh, I could go here, here, here. Like, you know, so many interesting matchups. Did you see all of the or not all of the there were only I, I want to say like five teams that ended up having like unique re- like schedule releases. The Nets had one. The Pacers freaking killed it. The Kings had one. What do, what do you mean by like a unique? I don't, what does that mean? So the Nets did it where it was like 2K and they had it where like they scroll through the schedule on the menu in 2K. Uh. Just, it was, yeah, it was kind of cool, but the Pacers one was, um, what was it? It was Netflix-inspired, and they did it based off a few shows, and then they showed, like, each team. I think they had some Throne stuff in it, too. Did you see it, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So the Pacers, like, they had, like, a little Netflix theme to it. And uh, for the Celtics one, when they announced that, the movie in the background next to the Celtics logo is Kyrie Irving, Brad Stevens, and Al Horford in a Photoshop uh version of the departed uh okay yeah. so, you know so only a couple of these teams did this yeah i and then i saw the the clippers did one where it was like all like comic book themes so you know that's hitting me right in the feels um yeah <laughs> but i i didn't see anybody else do it but the you know what was weird speaking of the pacers 
I didn't know that they played. They, so they played the Celtics three times only in a year, and they're only they don't come to Boston until April. I was kind of stunned by that one. Who doesn't come till April? The Pacers. Really? I yeah. I, I must have missed that reading the schedule. Yeah, so they, yeah. they play twice in April. They only, no, they play them. I think they play them in November in India at some point, and then they play them again in India. I don't know where. Well, which is which is interesting because I think that's that, no, that wasn't the case last year. But there's sometimes where like how they schedule is pretty. It's almost pretty close to how they have the schedule last year. At least with the Western Conference team, I started noticing that like they all sort of play in the same months. Like mm-hmm. Clippers, the Clippers. Ever since I've had season tickets, always play in February every, every really? time. Yeah. Huh. They it's, cut it, down on back-to-backs. I know the Celtics only have 11. Yeah, it was 11, I believe. It's still too many. You think so? That's stupid. I mean, they, they spread it out pretty well where I think for the why Celtics. Didn't make, why didn't make them play back-to-back, though? I just, I, I, but this all goes to the point as I think they played too many games, obviously. Really? You think they played too many games? I think 82 is too long. I think that if they should do, like, 60. I just seen it because I've been to games where you just watch guys go through the motions. They don't play hard because it's like, you know, oh, Christ, this is game number 75. We're already in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I mean, for a fan, for me, like, se- and like having season tickets good. Like, I can get people to go to games and all that. And, you know, people love going to games. I'm just saying as a player standpoint, I think it's too, I think it's overkill. I think it's too many games. I never even thought of that because of baseball. <laughs> well, gee, I mean, that's, 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 we're not even talking about that, that dying sport, but, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of baseball, does, isn't that a problem with all the sports? The NFL, they want you to, to have less regular season games or less preseason games. MLB, they're talking about cutting down the schedule from 162. Matt, you want to reduce the NBA schedule. Is that something with society or is like our oh, attention sure. span is not there anymore that we want to reduce all the games? In- have less of them i mean no no i think the nfl NFL does it right because every game matters in the nfl like i'm not saying the nba the nba could go to 16 games that's crazy but i'm saying in the nfl when you play in that league it is a week to week one team wins they're the best team in the league one team loses you know you go on two to start again you're a jaguars fan so when the jaguars go into (laughs) the screwed you start looking at the draft (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the Pats go on to oh my God, this is normal business. But point being is that every game matters in the NFL. In the NBA, I just feel like there's I think it's too there's there are too many games. I I, I believe that. Baseball has to cut that down because it's ridiculous. But uh-huh. I don't know society. I watch all the games. I wa- pretty much watch all the games. Yeah. I'm just saying when you watch guys go through the motions, you can just tell like, all right, some of these games really don't matter to them. The Celtics thing- did it all last year. I think the I think thing that that helps the NBA out where it doesn't maybe it's not as much of an issue or as much of a pressing matter is that the games are spread out through the course of the week where the most you're going to have is what three in a week and you you have like I said we have what, eleven back to backs I think the league average Shams tweeted out was like twelve point four per team so it's not like no one's going really overboard when it comes to having back to back so I think that's the ba- biggest problem for baseball is you have it every single day who wants less football game I mean I, I'm all, I'm open to less football yeah, games they, sure. they don't want less they're trying to cut preseason but add to the regular season. That's what I thought the NFL yeah, yeah. wanted. Okay, yeah. is that what you're talking about, Tyler? Stupid. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the NFL doesn't want less games. Nobody, everyone wants more NFL games, but they okay. want the meaning. They want less preseason and have maybe 18 regular seasons. Which is to too much. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, I understand cutting down on wanting to cut down on preseason games. Yeah. I don't think they should, but I they understand. They should cut the preseason games. They should cut that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be well, – I mean, Again, as a coach's standpoint, you probably don't because it's good. You can, you can see guys play in situations, but at the end of the day, like for a fan – who gives a crap? We, I yeah. only turn on when Tom Brady's on the field. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, – actually, real quick. It's Matt underscore Madeiras01 on Twitter. Nick underscore Fryer on Twitter. Obviously, 5OutPod on Twitter and Instagram. Tyler, what is your Twitter account again? Uh, first and last name, Tyler Devitt, and it's D-E-V-I-T-T-E. I'm going to add that to the show as soon as we're done here. Is there anything else, guys, before we get going? Yeah, i, I got to give a shout-out today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tyler, this is like, again, if you haven't listened, this is patent, patented Matt. Hey, it's the brand. You know, you got to extend. So mm-hmm. my shout out today goes to, um, so a kid I've been working out for the last couple of years. Um, he's going to be a senior this year at uh, Jefferson College, and uh, that's a D- D2 program, if you didn't know. Okay. Uh, his name's Josh Bradnese. He's a, he's a listener to the show, so I told him I'd give him a shout out. You know, I'm going to miss him. It was fun working him out these last couple of summers, so I told him I'd give him a little shout 
Yeah, Tyler, don't think don't get any ideas with this. This is like Only I give shout outs, by the way. I'd like to give a shout out to the Bulls <laughs> front office, uh, Gar Packs. You guys suck, and you make being a Bulls fan miserable. Shout out, Gar Packs. So you, so I know you went to Indiana. So Tyler went to Indiana the same time I was at Northwestern, oddly enough. So he was there with Victor Oladipo and was a manager on the team and everything like that. Are you from the Midwest originally? I'm actually from the Chicago area, like right over the state line, northwest Indiana. Yeah. So, so where? whenever I say I'm from Indiana, everyone's like, oh, you're a Pacers and Colts fan. And like, no, I'm really like more of a Chicago guy. So so do you like Kobe White? Because we're a very pro Kobe White show. Uh, Kobe's okay. okay. Uh, I, li- I, like I like Kobe a lot, but it was a three-player draft, and I wanted RJ. Well... Uh, there was, no, the, there was no yeah, way the next Come on, dude. Done. You're a Bulls fan. You guys have sucked for how long? Come on, just be happy. Kobe I'm, White's a good player. I'm looking at a sheet right here. The Bulls have one of the worst records team by team over the last 20 years. Horrible. No hope. Oh. They, they sell out the United Center every damn night, so they have no incentive <laughs> to improve their team. Mm-hmm. I seriously – Garpax has turned away a whole city of youth basketball fans because they don't try and win. It's so pathetic. I, I seriously, I have so much <laughs> hatred built up with those two clowns. So much hatred. We're going to have to do more on D Rose sometime, Matt, because like I told you, I told you multiple times when D Rose went down, I felt it with, with the rest of with everybody else from Chicago that was on my team and, and fans like that were at Northwestern. They were all devastated when he <laughs> went down. It was brutal. I'm sure Tyler felt it the same way. I cried. Yeah, <laughs> see? I told you I'm not making it up. All right. Uh, with that, we will talk to you guys all again next week. You were like, oh, Nick, I like your shirt. And, he was, no, and then you were no. like, are you hitting on me? <laughs> what it do, baby? I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some change. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.